0: Hi everybody. This is Asia again and I'm back once again with another episode of the Sons of God podcast series. As you guys all know, I've been interviewing a lot of wonderful men who are doing some really awesome things within our community that we may not even know about. So today I have the opportunity of interviewing and just kind of discussing his story, Dom, who happens to also be my cousin. So Dom, if you can get, kind of go ahead and introduce yourself to our viewers.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, my name is Dom. Um, definitely happy to be here and uh, explain my story. You know, give y'all a, a um a view of my life and how I became um an entrepreneur through through uh, many adversities that were sent my way. Um, mm-hmm. I'm definitely happy to be here.
0: Okay, awesome. So. Let's talk a little bit about who you are and what is it that you do. You're an entrepreneur, so what is it that you? What is your business?
1: Um, so I do landscaping, uh, hardscaping. Um, basically, um, we're getting into home remodeling as well. Um, mm. And um, I also I'm into coaching, coaching people uh, that's trying to get started with businesses or that's stuck in their business. Um, because I was all I was I was in both of them situations, and I got myself out of them. Um, and I, you know, I know what it takes to uh, run a business. I know what it takes to get over the, um, the humps that everybody deals with. Um, and I'm just here to uh, give back to these people and, and help the, the young get out of their situations as well, as far as, uh, you know, being in a hood and not knowing what, what, uh, what way to go in their life, uh, because they don't have that, that direction from somebody that, uh that they can take from.
0: Okay. okay so you definitely said a lot there. and First off, let's kind of get a, a a picture. Can you paint a picture of us of how your beautified landscaping is that how you beautified landscaping your business came about? Like it's evident that you had an idea, you you know, you planted a seed with this business. How did this all start for you?
1: Yep, correct, correct. So so it's crazy. It started actually when I was in jail. Um I was doing my in 2000, and uh, what was it, 2012, Um, and I was just on my top bunk, I was always reading, I was always in the reading, every time I did a bid, I just read, 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 and you know, I was on my top bunk, it was peaceful in there, I was just, you know, brainstorming, Um, I was writing things down, because I wanted to start a business, and uh, landscaping came to mind, uh, for some reason, I never really did it, I cut a couple people's yards around the neighborhood, but I never did landscaping like um so um you know I wrote that on paper that I wanted to do landscaping and then the thought came to my mind to start uh um, beautify landscaping I don't know where that came from but I, I thought it was a great name it was the first choice I made but I guess it was a gut feeling and and I just went with it and um I came home and and it, I never looked back after that
0: okay wow so That's a lot. Let's unpack that a little bit, because you said you did a bid. And if you don't mind sharing with us, how long was that? And, you know, what was how was that experience like for you?
1: Uh, So the first bid I did was uh, was only nine months. Um, And, um, you know, it came about I was I was in the drug game selling um, marijuana. Uh, that was illegal at the time and it's it's uh, kind of legal now it's still not legal to certain circumstances but um yeah i was selling marijuana it uh led me to getting um, getting pulled over and, and searched and um and they took me to they took me to jail for that i had to do a bid um the bid the being in jail it was it was uh, crazy to say but it was a great experience for me because okay. i it to open my eyes and see mm. what when when you know when when people mess up um so it was it was you know it was it was a good experience for me I, I humbled myself a lot more I met some great people in there that that you know that I stuck to because I, I knew my crowd that I wanted to be with I didn't want to keep going the direction that I did um okay. so i the right crowd, you know, the older folks that that had some wisdom with them. And, and I just learned from them. I just sat back, listened, watched everything, and um it, it crafted me into who I am today.
0: Mm. So it sounds like your experience, you know, in jail pretty much was like a turning point for your life. Cause first and foremost, it it gave you, it sparked the idea of you starting your own landscaping business. And then it in a sense humbled you and helped you to understand uh, the importance of making, I guess, better choices.
1: Correct. Correct. Yes. Definitely.
0: Okay. And you said that there were some older, uh, individuals in there who were, who provided you with wisdom. Is there anything that you can particularly remember that stood out to you that, uh, when they gave you a piece of advice or some gems to kind of navigate your experience
1: um, so, so most of my gems came from books, but, um, you know, watching them, uh, just being so humble after some of them been doing, well, this is my first bid. So, uh, my first bid wasn't, wasn't, um, as, uh, knowledgeable as my second bid was, uh, which was, um, prison. But so my first bid, I just learned from, um, uh, really the Muslims, how, mm-hmm. um, how to, to keep my, like, they prepared me basically how to like. Like keep myself up, like you know how to, um, you know, come respectful, be more respectful to people. How to, um, how to interact uh, with, um, you know, a better speech and everything, and um, you know, taught me, taught me better. Uh, sounds crazy, but taught me better eating habits and um, okay. stuff. They basically, they basically wo- woven me into uh, more of a man.
0: Wow. Okay, so that is, it sounds like you had an opportunity to really grow and mature at that time.
1: Correct, correct, yep.
0: Just based upon that experience, I'm kind of curious to, to ask you regarding like how, you know, how that evidently was a, a huge uh, experience for you to overcome. So how do you generally overcome hardships and, and what are some ways that you kind of handle conflict, especially, you know, in correlation to being, you know, being in jail?
1: Um, so yeah, that's a tough one. It's, it's, it's pretty tough, um, because there's so much of it in there. So much people that's, that's uh, more negative than positive in there that, okay. um, it's just a decision that you got to make um it's either I'm going to engage in this or I'm going to walk away and you know most Mm. people walk away because of pride or because they're in a gang or something like that and they feel like they're obligated to it me you know I was never in no gang or anything um I was affiliated with them but I had no 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 um pride in me to 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 um you know show people who I was I had a mission at that point I wanted to get home and start my business so I wasn't letting take that away from me
0: okay okay and so when you got home what happened after that Mm -hmm. kind of walk us through what happened once you got home
1: so the first time in 2012 I got home at the end of 2012 and um I started my business I came home um you know I I did get back into the game and uh, but I just did it in a different way I did it you know tried to keep it as as undercover as I could Um, So, you know, I started buying equipment, started just going around and knocking on doors, just cutting people's. I was just, you know, I was just out there, man, just putting myself out there. And it it was growing fast, too. You know, I I was learning everything, hiring people that knew more than me. That's how I learned some of the things that I knew now. Um, And it it was just no looking back from there. Um, But, you know, that that me still being in the game at that point, selling weed and doing the business. Um, You know, it got me it got me caught up again. And um, that's when I did my my second bid, uh, which was the longer term. And it was actually in prison. So um, that one, that one is the one that opened my eyes uh, for real.
0: OK. And so once you got home from from at prison, what was your what was your mind frame like at that time? Like what were your thoughts and how how at that point did you um want to continue on with your business
1: um so in prison that was when when the real stuff started to happen um you know i lost my i lost my father in prison i lost my connect in prison he got shot in the head i lost a couple friends um um, so that one woke me up i i um i did more research in prison i was reading books on philosophy reading books on self-help reading books on business reading books on um on uh, you know how to how to become more um, healthy with myself, um, and uh, yeah, I just I just built up armor, a lot of armor in prison. Um, reading books and and actually, because prison is more tough. Um, you know, the people there try you way more than jail. So I had to learn how to walk away, walk away, and just let people. You know, um, I don't want to say bully me, but but you know, just talk whatever they had to talk and. Um, as long as they didn't put their hands on me, I just felt like there was no reason to engage in it. Um, mm-hmm. so there was, it was tough. It's, it wasn't easy to do. I had to make a decision to either engage in it or walk away. And, uh, my decision every time was to just walk away. Cause at that point I still had my business. Uh, my business was still going, um, while I was in, in jail, it was going the wrong direction, but it was still going, you know what I'm saying? So. Um, I had something that these people probably had nothing to, to look forward to when they got home. I had everything to look forward to when I had, when I got home. Um, so I um, had to make the, the right decisions and I had to just keep myself focused. And um, yeah, it was, it was a jail a prison was a, was a, an experience itself of, of um, just, just where I definitely don't want to go back to. So um, when I got home from that, it was no, it was no going back to selling drugs after that one. I just learned my lesson. It was a, a tough lesson to learn, and and um I actually appreciate that lesson because it, it made me who I am today.
0: Okay, and I I really want to talk about how were you able to handle the loss of your father and you know some of the your friends at that time. Like what what provided you with comfort or what provided you with just. The ability to just kind of grieve in a sense
1: um so at that point in my life I already had uh, the armor on me um you know like I said from reading and everything to be able to take these hits um so when I got the phone call from my father passed away um, I was actually in class at the moment because I was taking some classes in prison <clears throat> um and um you know I went to go to the uh, psych doctor and when they told me, you know, tears came down my eyes and everything. Um, I definitely felt that it hit me like a ton of bricks. But at mm. that, something told me, man. Listen, man. This is this is just the beginning. This is just you know something that happened. And um, you know, I can't let it. I can't let it control me um, because it's nothing I can do. I just got to move forward from this and just make it. Let it make me stronger, man. And this is, that was actually something that opened my eyes even more, um, knowing that I didn't see my dad. Um, ever since I've been in prison, um, he passed away. I didn't talk to him or anything. So it, it definitely hit me hard, uh, to know that I'll never talk to him again, but it was just, uh, another decision I had to make to either, you know, uh, feel bad about it or, or just take, take it for what it was and, and just use it as, um, you know, as a, um, a guidance, um, in a, in a sense of a way. Um, and the same thing with losing, losing, um, you know, the people to the, uh, my friends to either gang violence or, or drug violence, whatever the case may have been, um, you know, I kind of took it the same way. Listen, it's, it's, it was a choice they made. And, and, you know, we know what happens when we're in that field. It's either uh, two ways you can go. You're either going to be dead or, dead or in jail. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, but I didn't let that control me as well. That was a decision they made and I understood that, you know, it could happen to me if I go home and, and, and get into the same, um, game that I was in before. So, so yeah, they were, they were definitely eye openers, but I didn't in a sense have to, um, you know, they asked me if I wanted to go to counseling and all that. I'm like, no, I'm good. I, it, it, you know, open my eyes and everything. Um, but I don't need counseling. I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty, uh, you know, I learned myself a lot. I learned how to control my feelings. I learned how to Um, deal with situations in a, in a, uh, a good manner. And, uh, you know, it was just his day time to go. So, you know, that was, that's just how I took it. Um, and it, it just, like I said, it built armor on me as well to where I could take, just take more hits.
0: Okay. Well, it definitely sounds like you have a a piece and a, uh, uh, awareness and you did state that that stems from some of the, the, older individuals that you have met but you also talk about some books that helped you in learning and understanding yourself and understanding how to navigate through your emotions and um building up your ability to have a sense of self-control so what are some of these books that you talk about
1: um so one book that i can remember being in jail is the name that i can remember it's only one the other ones were like self-help books like um uh, changing Your Mind. I can't remember the names of them, but the one book I do remember I'll never forget is um, the book Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon. Mm-hmm. That was uh, my number one book. I still read it to this day. Um, it just changes your thinking. It just it just it, that's that's one of the greatest books I've read in my whole entire life. Um, and and um, that book a change your thinking. It just just puts you on a whole different path
0: okay and what's what are you know that's an interesting title so i'm kind of curious to know what are some things that you could highlight from the book that sit out to you the most
1: um basically that the devil the devil is here to um you know take us off course he sends people our way um that are negative that uh put things in our mind like if somebody tell you you're uh you know that you're um uh, 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 just to just just say a bad person. If somebody tells you're a bad person, we take that and actually um, believe that in a sense, and that could be with anything bad that they tell us we are. Um, and we and we actually take that and we just let that that's uh that sit in us, and we actually either become a bad person or um, um something like that. And that book tells you that. Basically, you need to stop listening to the outside world and just be within within yourself and just um, keep going a straight path to to what's right and try to stay from what's wrong, because the devil wants us to, to um, believe in the negativity and to um, keep watching negative things and stuff like that. And um, there's a there's always better out there um, as far as reading books, uh, keep reading books uh, to change your mind, to meditate. Um, to mm-hmm. stay in your being at that, at that time, uh, to start, you know, um, walking away from people, um, letting people just talk and not really, you know, trying to um, let that, uh, uh, you know, whatever they say, let that not damage us, let that not, um, let us not um, uh, uh, take heed to that and mm-hmm. um, make that believable in us.
0: Okay, so it definitely sounds like this book extracted a lot of positive um, perspective in a sense and kind of just giving you a, uh, I won't say secret, but it's just uh, opening up a understanding that those thoughts that you have are, are attacks and those, thoughts, those negative thoughts that you have are attacks and are just kind of, like you said, trying to take you off course. And again, you you just are brimming with positivity. So kind of tell us, give us a little bit about what a typical day is about. Do you include meditation in your day? You know, are you reading every day? Kind of walk us through a a sense of what brings you positivity and how you incorporate positivity into your day.
1: Um, So the main thing with me uh, at this point in my life is just uh, waking up and just going after everything that's for me. I'm not getting into anything that's for nobody else. Um, you know, as far as like, uh, I got my I got my goals that I want to hit, and if I can stay in that that moment, I'll never I'll never go off course. You know, I'll run into problems and stuff, but they're my problems. I'll handle my problems and keep going, and that's what keeps me out of negativity. Is just having my own world, having my own empire. I'm trying to build and being focused on that, um, no mm-hmm. matter. And um, not letting nothing outside um, tell me what I'm doing wrong or what, even what I'm doing right. If, if um, you know, I, I'll i take heed to I listen. I always listen. I always monitor people and I always, you know, I learn from people. That's how I do learn. But at the end of the day, I don't need somebody telling me what I'm doing right or what I'm doing wrong um, because I know what I'm doing right, and what I'm doing wrong from what I've been through. Um, so uh you know we all know what's right and what's wrong. we know what's uh, white, right and we know what's wrong so when we can understand that people don't dictate us whether it's right or wrong you know compliments are good but at the end of the day we let compliments even shape us we mm-hmm. take a let it blow our head up you know we, as we should we should just take that compliment you know thank you and just keep on rolling doing what you're doing um and and don't let it uh you know because we we're um people the circumstances so when when somebody tells us oh you're doing great you're doing good it kind of like kind of for some people they can make them a little bit lazier because they like oh they say i'm doing good man i think i could slow down a little bit or something like that um you know things like that happen when we can just take that okay yeah now i, I could be doing better you know i can always do better that's how i look at life um you know when people when people give me compliments i do thank them and everything but i don't need them um compliments uh, it kind of sounds arrogant or something, but it's, it's really not. If, if um, you really think about it, um, when somebody gives you a bad compliment, uh, we take that and we let it hurt us. And, and um, when we when somebody give us a good compliment, it's kind of like it kind of makes it kind of like makes a person. Um, um, what I don't know, it's, it's kind of hard to explain, but but um, that's how I that's how I go with my days. I just let people say what they say and I just keep moving. I don't let it stop me, no matter if it's good or bad. Uh, I'm just in my me. I'm learning for me, um, and you know, I'm learning to try to try to change other people. Um, you know, to have this mindset as well because it's a good mindset to have.
0: Okay, so let me ask you this because I I do understand the I understand definitely about um, compliments and. Being able to take a compliment and not be and not allowing it to mold and shape you or change you, because com- yes, they can change you in certain ways if you allow them to. If you uh, if you mentally allow yourself to uh, have that compliment change how you perceive what it is that you're doing. I don't think that compliments are bad. I do think that they are somewhat helpful. Um, but I do want to know, just based upon some of the things that you said, how is it that you celebrate your achievements, you know, you know, because you're doing, you've overcome so many different things. You over, overcome a lot of obstacles. You you overcome, you know, the loss of people that you cared about. And you do have this, definitely this, this sense of, of self that I'm going to maintain self-control and I'm just going to keep being who I am and just keep on working towards my goals and things of that nature you sound very tunnel vision but in the same token how do you celebrate the these achievements and do you celebrate them at all
1: um yeah absolutely I definitely celebrate uh, my way of celebrating is a little different okay um, but um I definitely celebrate um all the time I'm, I'm always a happy person um, I'm always, uh, I'm an entrepreneur, so my love and my my happiness is entrepreneurship. So um, uh, me celebrating, let's just say, uh, you know, getting through another year is, um, you know, making the next year better. Uh, that's okay. my, um, you know, because um, vacation to me is, is, is all good and everything, um, but I couldn't call that a celebration for me because at the end of the day, um, if I go on a vacation and um, it's just, it's just hours that I'm, that I'm doing something to know, relax and everything. And I look at it as, uh, for me personally, as a wasted time. Um, so when okay. I go on vacations, the way I celebrate is I I, I take myself to a, um, a um, what do you call it? Like a, a a seminar or something. Like I'll go to, I'll go to, let's just say I'll go to Florida and Miami, you know, I'm, I'm going to have fun and everything, but I'm also going to learn. Okay. Um, so the way i celebrate by by just learning and, and just keep um you know keep people around me that's that's um that's uh in a sense better than better than uh, on uh, on in a further than me um uh further ahead of me in life and in business and entrepreneurship because that's what keeps me happy man learning from people and meeting these people um you know coming up with new ideas um so um yeah, that's kind of my celebration with, with, with the things that I've been through in my life, you know, partying and everything. That stuff is behind me. So so celebration to me is more of, um, you know, um, um, keeping it moving forward and uh, taking my the, uh, the adversities that I go through and, um, you know, learning from them. And, and that's a celebration to me, learning from the adversity and keeping it moving forward, knowing that I just went through something that could have tore me apart. Uh, That's a celebration to me.
0: Okay. So again, it definitely sounds you have like you have a totally different outlook on life and everybody's idea of celebration is basically to each his or her own. So I completely understand that. And, you know, I wanted to touch on a little bit that you say you do celebrate with people who are pushing you and are doing greater things as well. And that token, would you, who would you say is a, is your biggest supporter or, or do you have you know a big support system, and if, is there a particular person who's helping you in your journey, supporting you in your journey?
1: Um, so yeah, I have many of them. Um, I have some close and some far, uh, and they're all all landscapers. They uh, you know they see what I'm doing, putting myself out there, and uh, they just gravitate towards me and okay. uh, kind of want to learn from me, and they don't know that I'm learning more from them than they are from me. And when I tell them that, they'd be like, wow, man, you serious? Because I learned a lot. I'm like, yes, because um, if you look at it, y'all are y'all are molding me more, asking me questions. You know, when the person is asked something, um, you know, uh, most of the things that they're asked, they're actually still going through or, you know, um, it's something that they overcame. So when somebody brings that to their attention, um, when they speak about it, they can more understand. Like if I'm telling somebody something that they ask me, I'm more understanding of it because I'm getting a different viewpoint now. Because they're going to always throw back another idea or, oh yeah, you're right, man, I can do this. Um, so it's, it's it's something that molds me more than it molds them um, because it it makes me feel that I'm given you know giving um, good advice and I'm at, and I'm also taking advice. So that's just too two, um, two things in one right there for me.
0: Okay. So again, you're definitely on your scope of just taking in this knowledge and taking in all of these different types of resources that you're being given within the community of landscaping and within the individuals that you're working with. And that's great that you, that you, uh, they are supporting you and then you're also supporting them because again, that builds up your network and your, your, um, your business in a sense. So I totally, I can definitely, uh, understand why you would state that that's your, your support system. All right, Dominique. So we're Dom. I'm sorry I'm about to <laughs> huh.
1: I said, no, you're good. That's fine.
0: <laughs> so let's kind of, um, switch gears a little bit. So I, I asked you what your typical day would be. So we understand that, um, you know you wake up and you have this positive mindset and you're thinking about getting things done and all those different things in that same regard how would you now describe yourself like how do you describe dom um
1: at this point i'm pivoting into a whole different type of um a whole different type of life um the years before this year um, I was I was all work, hard work. I'm going out there busting my butt like like nobody ever seen. Man, everybody that runs into me tells me, man, you the hardest worker that mm-hmm. I know. I, like I said, I don't like taking things like that and letting them mold me. So I I just say, you know, I'm nowhere near the hardest worker. There's no way. Um, so I, that's how I take that. Like it's you know I am a hard worker. I, I bust my butt every single day. But this mm-hmm. year pivoting into a different mindset. Um, as far as um, I'm not letting uh, myself work that hard no more. I'm gonna start working okay. in all my business more than in my business. Um, so, so in a sense, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna be the the uh, you know, I'm gonna be the drone of the business now. I'm gonna be looking over over everybody instead of actually being out there with them. Um, you know, I'll spend a couple of hours with them just to make sure they're getting things done right. Okay. Um, um, I'm just gonna hire people to take a lot of positions that I would be that I would be taking. um that's where that's where I'm geared towards now. so it's it's kind of being a different me now because I'm not used to it, but um it needs to happen for me to move forward.
0: okay. So you need that to happen for you to to be able to do more things with your business and to expand it in different areas. That's what it sounds like to me.
1: Correct, yes, because i'm I'm a person that gets bored very easily like every year i turned into something different um so i used to cut grass that went from doing um landscaping as far as like you know uh beautifying their their whole outside like you know mulch plants then i went into hardscaping. that's giving them a platform that uh that a, that's um <clears throat> what do you call it? it's a foundation um that that um that'll stay with them longer that uh you know and now I'm getting into actually um, changing the whole appearance of the outside. So I'm always trying to trying to move up and I'm, I'm starting to see that I can't um, really grow too. I can only, I'll be stagnant if I keep going out there working, um, using my own hands instead of using just my brain. Um, okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. So we talked a lot about your business. What are some things that you want to do for dom outside of your business like what are some goals that you are setting for yourself or some things that you want to achieve outside of beautified landscaping
1: um so i'm actually working on some things now i'm I'm working on being a coach um like i said earlier coaching people um especially gearing towards these young people um, that's living um the lifestyle that I lived, uh, I actually got a podcast out now called Thug to Entrepreneur" um, because I want to. I'm sorry. Yeah. So
0: awesome. uh, that's a very catchy title too. That's a catchy uh, name. I like that.
1: Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, because uh, yep, yeah, when you when you look at it, it's um, um a lot of people out here that went from that that drug life or whatever life they live, sticking people up um, to an entrepreneur, man, that's a, that's a hard term right there. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, when people hear these stories, especially these young kids, when this gets out there to where, out there to where they're listening to these stories, they know that it's possible. Um, okay. so I'm back, I'm trying to help change, change the communities, um, you know, starting with minds and starting with the communities of the people that I do interview. Um, so that's my goal. I'm also, um, um, trying to, um, trying to expand my my um uh my knowledge as well going from um uh, not just being in my area but going to different areas uh where these uh, other people are uh, these thugs that that turned into entrepreneurs to you know help help get their community engaged in it as well um mm. so that's that's what i'm trying to do for me um because you know i don't have no no um no kids or anything so um, I do want a family, but you know, um, if if it comes about, it comes about. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, but I, I'm just trying to get back, and if I can get back to other families, that's just like giving, uh, having a family of my own, in, in a sense. So, um, so yeah, that's what I'm trying to do for myself. That'll that'll make me uh, even, even, um, <clears throat> even um, more, uh, um, in a sense, celebrating, um, you know, giving back.
0: Okay, so it sounds like these are things that you're doing to kind of fulfill yourself and fulfill, you know, the purpose that you you were created for. And I think that's amazing to have a podcast that is uh, opening, I won't say opening, but it is definitely helping people to understand that you can transition from a hard life of decision making to now doing things to be it and and change community like it's it is possible it is definitely um i mean and you're walking living proof of that as well so it's awesome that this is your way of giving back and this is your way of definitely um educating the community because i definitely believe that i agree with you wholeheartedly that these are things that especially within this this society and within this this specific um is this specific time period of life that it, it these conversations definitely need to be had more often
1: right i agree 100 yeah. percent.
0: so is there anything dom is there anything that you are fearful of at all and if so is that something that you are comfortable sh- with sharing
1: um i mean at this point in my life there's um not too many things that that uh that I could say that I'm I'm fearful of in a sense. I'm scared. I'm scared every day. Um, to mm. do always I'm always in in a, in a scarce uh you know, you know, it's not easy um interacting. I'm a, I'm an introvert, so it's not easy interacting with people. I get scared before I interact with people or call somebody. Um, okay. but I fear it, though because uh, actually, that is a fear. It's it's one hundred percent a fear. So yeah, I fear every day. I'm I'm a very fearful person, but I don't let that fear control me. Mm. Um. So um. So yeah, I'm I'm actually uh, fearful of everything. I'm fear to engage with people. I'm fear of um, in my business all the time. You know, I don't think things are gonna go the way they do, but they end up absolutely being way better than what I thought. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm fearful of of uh, you know um. Uh, uh, I, at this point, I'm I'm really not fearful of losing because I I have lost so much mm-hmm. and going through them losses that it's not a fear for me no more because I know that something's gonna happen now and I know that I can overcome it. So I don't. That's that's one fear that I overcame is um is failure. So um, I'm not I'm not scared to fail anymore. Um, and um, I'm definitely fearful of God because I know I know for a fact um, the things that he does for us and, and, um, how we can be punished, uh, in a sense, um, when, when something, you know, when we pick a, when we, when we take a wrong turn or make a, a decision that we know that we shouldn't, um, mm. fearful of that. And that actually helps me through my days of, um, not choosing to do wrong because, you know, as men, you know, we, all men have bad, um, it's just decisions that we make. Um, mm. we these uh, negative thoughts. We just got to choose. Uh, am I going to do this negative thing or am I going to do this positive thing in this situation? So um, so fear is definitely one thing that I do have and I'm, I'm, I'm overcoming a lot of them. Um, but yes, I, I actually do fear a lot.
0: Thank you for being transparent and stating that because not everybody can say, hey, I am a fearful, I can be a fearful person. And I think that I, I, I believe that it's important for people to be honest with themselves and reflect, because when you overcome fear, it just makes you stronger. As you have stated, it has made you stronger. Just being able to say face fear, to acknowledge that you have that fear, to face it, and then overcome it, and look back on it and say, you know, I I faced this fear, and it, the situation turned out to be completely fine, anyways. And that's that's brave. That's very brave. That takes a lot of strength, and that definitely takes a lot of courage.
1: Yep. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. I definitely agree with you 100 percent
0: Yeah. Okay. So let's let's talk about if there is one thing you could do to change the world. You have already kind of stated that you are working on some projects in terms of your podcast and your life coaching, you're coaching people to kind of uh, look at life from a totally different perspective and be more, more positive. But if you absolutely had the ability to to change uh if you had the ability to change one thing in the world, what would it be, and why?
1: Um, money situation. I would. I would take money off the off the face of the face of the earth, mm. um, and um, everything that we do, because everything that we have comes from us. Uh, you know, um, us and animals. So, um, and 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 the uh, and the, and the world itself, like the, the the stuff we eat, comes from either you know the plants of the earth or or the animals of the earth. So. Mm. I, because everything that's on this earth should be free. Um, mm. you're be able to build for free, live for free, um, drink the water on the earth that's free. We should be able to have that for free. Um, the food should be free because these animals should be free. They shouldn't be caged up. Um, you know, and then and, and, and everything that comes from the earth, we we basically take it, we find it, take it, we 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 make it into a business and we sell it. So I, I would take money off the face of the earth. And um, just everybody would just live free, man. It would be no more, no more worries. It would just be, you know, we'll probably still go through stuff and fights and everything, but it'll, it'll still be a better world in my, in my, uh, in my thoughts. So I would take money off the face of the earth.
0: That's interesting. I'm, I'm trying to visualize, that. Now. It sounds really good. I mean, I would worry a little bit about the problems that could possibly arise, but I could. Have, being free of rent, mortgage, car notes, all these different types of bills will take a huge stressor off a whole lot of people. So I, I, that's a really good one.
1: Uh, Thank yeah. you. And hey, you, we, we just got to look at, look at places like Africa, uh, uh, how they're living. Uh, mm. you know, they still go through stuff. They, they still, uh, you know, have to overcome things. But uh, uh, and and um, just look how they live just without, without, you know, let's not think of them being broken, homeless or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at them living. They still live. They they're not stopping. They, that makes them stronger, that they got to go out and get their own food. Mm-hmm. They got to do everything for themselves. Um, so it, it would it would be a big change. But it, uh, if, if it never started with money then it would still be the way that it was back in back in those days, um, you know, where where people were just exchanging, um, you know, cattle or whatever the case may be. I would I would um, take that away, too, though. I would just uh, and I, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of a hard subject to touch, but, uh, <laughs> but that's what I would do.
0: <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I definitely get it. It sounds like ultimately it would just be like just less stress for everybody because money can definitely cause some type of corruption and all kinds of discrimination. It's just so much that comes with money when it's not handled properly or when money is not looked at in a, a positive light. So I totally understand what, where where you're going, and I can see why you. Uh,
1: yeah. Oh, absolutely.
0: So I have two final questions to ask you, and I'm really curious about this one that I'm gonna ask. Who is your hero, and why?
1: Um, my dad is my hero, one one hundred percent. Um, reason B: that man, that man, he he, he overcame a lot himself, having um, I mean, uh, having having I think there's six kids, six or seven kids, and um, you know, uh, <clears throat> um um separating away from my mom and being able to still never miss a payment of uh, child support and and be able to just juggle all that stuff that he juggled as a man um never never being an outstanding worker at his job i'm talking about an outstanding worker um, mm. um in his field uh, one of the actually best in his field um and uh, you know the the speeches that we had before I went to uh, prison, um, um, you know, of uh, uh, you know him just telling me that he's he's here for me and that uh, that um, you know that I always got him even through our our little arguments we had and fights that we was about to get into fist fights. Uh, whatever the case may be, man, that that man was a strong man, and he and I just see where I get it all from, man. And, and I just every time I'm doing something, man, I think of him, and it just pushes me further, man. I feel like nothing can stop me. I just feel like he's here every mm-hmm. step of the way. Um, so it's uh, uh, that's definitely my hero, 100.
0: Wow, wow, well, thank you for, for being transparent. And I know that, uh, you know, it's good that you can look back and reflect on all the wonderful things that your your dad has done, even in, you know, times of difficulty and challenges with your relationship and just be able to see how he has impacted your life and still continues to impact your life.
1: Oh, definitely.
0: 100%. Yeah. So this is our final question for the podcast. Um, What type of legacy would you like to leave this world with and why?
1: um change I would I would just like to be known as the person that that uh that changed himself and and then started impacting the world okay Um, so I would definitely want to leave back uh uh you know uh, um a sense of uh change as possible uh uh going through adversity and overcoming it being being um uh what do you call it um uh um Man, it's, what's that word? It's one of my favorite words to over, over being able to overcome your your, your fears and overcoming uh, the adversities. Being um, hmm, what do they call it? That's that's crazy. Uh, hmm, one of my favorite words to uh, resilient. Being resilient. Um, mm-hmm. that, that's what I want to want to lead back. Uh, resilience and and just knowing that things don't happen and, and we can all get through it. We can get through it together. Um, by supporting right. each other and by and by letting each other speak, like like this right here, like um you know bringing up points like this and and telling people they need to get this stuff out, um you can't mm-hmm. hold it and it, it only you know you only keep thinking about it uh so so um that's the type of legacy I want to leave back um to uh, change change is possible change is, is really the only thing that that can to, can happen for us to 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 change so um. Uh, yeah, that's definitely one legacy I will leave back behind.
0: Okay, and you are definitely in that process of writing your story and just doing a, such a great job at it. I mean, I get to see, you know, what you're doing on Instagram and things of that nature. So how can our viewers, if they want to connect with you, reach out to you, if they want to get, you know, some work done by you, how can they contact
1: you? Um, They can, they can um, go on Instagram. We got uh, Dom D- dot landscaper landscaper dot more pardon me and then um um other the other the business page on instagram is beautified landscaping llc and you can definitely look out for the podcast at thug to entrepreneurs on spotify um Mm -hmm. episodes so far we are supposed to have another one coming through today around five um so that's going to be big man we're going to impact the world with that um yeah, they can, they can definitely reach out through those platforms and we'll be, um, we'll be proud to, uh, you know, either get them on the podcast or or answer any questions that they have. And, um, yeah, definitely.
0: Okay. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to share our story, to, you know, answer some of my very kind of deep questions, some of them are deep questions and just being transparent. So it's greatly appreciated. And, we know that your work is definitely going to continue to impact a whole lot of people and just keep doing what you're doing.
1: Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Definitely. You as well. With this podcast, it's going to be a good one, And Uh bringing this out of the, the men, young and old, it's a good thing to do. And um, and this is what we need. This is this is definitely the uh the foundation of um, changing, um, you know, helping change the world. All right.
0: Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you.
1: Yep, yep, no problem. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me.